So it's been a few, uh, I think even months at this point, uh, since I've given you an update on Hollywood Rides. Now, if you're just tuning in for the first time, Hollywood Rides is an establishment that is located a block, a stone's throw, if you will, away from my apartment. They are a car dealership with their own lot for vehicles, as a car dealership should have, right? They house the vehicles that they're trying to sell on their property. Well, Vinny, why are you telling us this? This is so obvious. Why would you fill us in on this fun fact about car dealerships? Well, well, cocksucker, if you slow down for a second, I'll tell you why I'm bringing this fact to your attention. This certain Ukrainian-owned business chooses to have the... They choose to keep the confines of their property as a light suggestion as to where they can house, if you will, the cars they are selling. A normal car dealership, one that is ran by a respectable bunch of gentlemen and understand uh, you know, laws and, and common courtesy and decency, would only have the cars that they're trying to sell on their property. However, these miserable pricks take up all of the parking within the neighborhood that is open to the public. Now, in my neighborhood, there is permit parking, which you're allowed to park there for two hours from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., right? Now, you can really park there for more than two hours, but sometimes those fucking parking enforcers, those those fucking modern-day Nazis, a parking enforcer giving a ticket, I mean, this is going to be a, a, a huge jump for the majority of the population, but I feel like for, for the bunch that listens to my podcast, you sick bastards, I think you'll agree. A parking enforcer giving a ticket, you, show, you, you showing up to your car moments after the meter's expired, they're already writing the ticket because they've been fucking hunting you like a vulture and you're like distraught distressed you're poor you just got a fucking cup of coffee because you haven't taken a shit in a week need some extra help you need a fucking push so you went to starbucks to get a you know grande americano just to give you a little bit of fucking just just a, a hope you can get a decent shit out you realize that the starbucks was further away than you thought you popped into a store to get some fucking pants because your pants don't fit anymore because you're gaining weight all of a sudden it's been over a half an hour which you allotted for this cup of coffee, but uh, extra errand popped up like getting a pair of sweatpants because you're fat, and now you're 32 minutes after the fact, two minutes after the uh, meter expired, you're running back to your car, all of a sudden, you see that donkey white car that says parking enforcement with the lights flashing, some jerk off with a fucking fupa is writing you a ticket, and you go, dude, 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 I'm, 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 dude, I'm, I'm, come on, it's, it's been two minutes, I had to get a cup of coffee, because I have, I haven't taken a shit in a week and a half, and I, I just needed a, a fucking push, and also, I was walking by uh, the gap, and I realized these sweatpants were on sale, and I gained weight, because I'm a fucking animal, I can't fit into my jeans anymore, I just want something to wear on the house, so I'm hate myself, all of a sudden I realize it's 32 minutes, I put three quarters in, that's only a half hour, and now, can you give me a break? And they go, sorry, I'm already writing the ticket. That, to me, is like a German shoulder shepherding Jews into an oven. 
That's that, that's that's how it feels to me. Oh, und just taking orders? That's how Holocaust start, you piece of shit. Let the fucking guy go. He's two minutes after the fact. I mean, seriously, what's next? You'll be fucking shoveling graves, dusting with lime because they're Jewish? Huh? Vinny, 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 I think you've gone too far with this analogy. I don't think I've gone far enough. I don't think I've even scratched the fucking surface. My point is, the neighborhood I live in has a lot lot of permit parking, and sometimes you can park there all day, or sometimes the parking officials will actually mark your tires and then come back in two hours, and if you're still there, they'll give you a fucking ticket, right? These animals. So the majority of my neighborhood is permit parking. There's a few strips and when i mean strip i mean like a porn star's landing strip it is maybe a car two three long of parking you're allowed to park at 24 7 free to the public you don't have to pay there's no signs there's just, there's no postage it is just living in america just being free right just a, just a, a couple of fucking slivers but these Hollywood ride pricks, they'll park their cars, the overflow to their lot, on these strips, which is made for the public. Like when Lisa Falcone, Mrs. Falcone, old pumpkin tits OG herself, comes over to my house from Ventura just to kick up her ugly feet and relax with her son Vinny while I pamper her like the good son that I am. When she comes here, she has to park up the fucking road up the hill where there's another strip of permanent park or of non-permanent parking but it's fucking three blocks away and you have to walk up this gigantic studio city hills to park there i gotta then go up and meet her carry her bag down she's gotta put her arm under my arm because she's fucking 65 now folks both knees are gone okay i have to walk her down to my apartment and then when we go back to her car when she leaves, I have to escort her up the fucking hill back to her car. But if the car parking area for the public was open, like it should be at you know most points of the day, we wouldn't have this issue. But these Ukrainian fucking pricks park their cars constantly in these areas, and they'll stay there for days or weeks at a time. <gasps> So, recently, I had a rough day, which I'll get into. I had a rough day, de- very rough day. It was, it was rough for old fucking Vince, okay? And I, I did everything in my power to keep it together. And I think I did a pretty good fucking job. But because of my childhood and because of the tendencies and um, habits I have developed about anger and anxiety and how it's almost like a comfort to feel it, and then a comfort to explode. Now, Brennan, if you're still listening to this, Dad, if you still listen to this podcast, not my father, father, we called Pat Brennan Dad for uh, various reasons, but Brennan, if you're still listening to this podcast, can you attest to the fact that sometimes when you're angry and you punch something and your hand even starts to bleed, there's almost a feeling of like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's the fucking shit, baby. I can almost equate it to, not that I have any knowledge of this personally, but from an outsider, I can almost equate it to like a heroin addict shooting up and they puke 
and you're like, oh my god, puking is horrible. But like the puke from the high almost is like, oh yeah, baby, this shit's fucking hitting that vein hard. Well, when I when my hand is bleeding from punching a door and I have a new hole in my apartment and I have to quickly order a poster on Amazon Prime for it to arrive tomorrow so, so I, I can hang it up over the hole so Zoe doesn't realize there's a hole in the house. Oh my god, wait, you got a Rolling Stones poster in the office? Yeah, I just, I, I thought, you know, there's a patch of wall that's just open. Why not hang a picture of Keith Richards playing the guitar? I just, well, let me take it down and put it up straighter. I'll take it down and I'll put it up straighter. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Give me some privacy, goddammit. I'm working. Well, I just thought I'll, I'll take your poster down and I'll hang it up so it's straight. Get the fuck out of here, Zoe. I'll take it down and I'll hang it up straight. I don't need you seeing the hole behind the fucking poster. What'd you say? Beat it. So, it's almost like a, like a, like a feeling of, like, euphoria when you, like, explode from an anger outburst. So, I'm coming back from a tough day, which again, I'll get into later. And I see these fucking Hollywood rides cars. There's it's a, it's a four spot. It's, it's a spot where if you're nuts to butt fucking soldiers at attention in a parade, you could fit four cars, comfortably three out of the four spots. There are three of their fucking cars. And I, I hadn't punched anything. Hadn't bit my steering wheel on the ride home. I just goes, you know what? I'm going to explode and vent by by calling these people up and yelling at them because one I'll feel pretty much just as good and you know what it's warranted what's better oh god what is better than yelling at somebody and being a of a kind of fucking dick but they deserve it and if they talk back or give you any kind of shit it's like dude no I'm in the right you're in the wrong objectively you know what I mean? What's better than that? Fucking nothing, I'll tell you. There's nothing better than that. So I call these pricks up. Hello? Yeah. Is this Hollywood Rides? Yes, how are you? Listen, pal, I am done with your guy. And this is, this is, I mean, for my memory, pretty much exactly how the conversation went. I'm done with you guys parking on Ridgemore Drive. What? Where? Where is Ridgemore? Where is Ridgemore Drive? It's... It's down. It's a block away by the dog center, the fucking grooming center. I'm done with you guys parking. I've called several times now. Move your cars. No, I don't think uh, Ridgemore. Where is Ridgemore? Tell me where Ridgemore is. I just I'm confused as to where Ridgemore is. Hey, listen, Ridgemore. If you leave your if you leave your establishment and 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 turn right and walk to the end of the corner, that's Ridgemore. Oh, cause you said by the dog grooming, it's uh, a little past that. It's on the it's on the same corner. It's on the same street, Ridgemore Drive. That's your car. I I don't think we have any cars uh, parked there. I go, you yes, you have three cars. There's a it's a it's a non permit space that is allotted for visitors or people who don't have permits. And it's just it's it's my mom comes. She's got nowhere to park. You got. There's four spots there. You got three cars there. I don't know, man. I, I think, uh, how do you know there are cars? Because it says Hollywood Rides on the fucking license plate bracket, you cocksucker. Oh, it says Hollywood Rides. Yeah. What, what do you think? I'm fucking Sherlock Holmes over here and I'm just cracking cases on my spare time? Do, do, do you think I've watched a couple seasons of True Detective and picked up a couple of things and now I can fucking solve cases? Huh? 
You think they got me on murder cases next because I cracked the fucking Hollywood Rides gig? No! At my third grade reading level, my dyslexic, stuttering, muttering prick myself, I can pick up the fact that the ho- the fucking license plate bracket says Hollywood fucking rides. Oh. Yeah, those are our cars. <laughs> yeah. I know. Okay, well, um, I will, I will, uh, I'll see if we can move them. I go, you're going to move them today. You're going to move them right now. And if they're not moved within 30 minutes, I'm calling the parking enforcement. Because it's illegal to park company cars on a public street. Okay? Because, oh, okay. I go 30 minutes because I've called four times and I've asked nicely and you guys have been giving me the fucking run around. Oh, have a good one. And welcome to the podcast, folks. This is Just Counted 10. I am your host, Vinny Falcone, and this is the Anger Management Podcast. That won't help you with your anger. Uh, We'll just get angry together. What's going on, folks? That might have been my longest fucking cold open yet. Holy shit. Went went down some rabbit holes. Brought up the Holocaust, which I thought was, you know, pretty fitting. I think it's a, an egregious event when parking officials will give you a ticket moments after your meter has expired. That's just me. But how the hell are you guys? It's good to see you. It's good to hear from you. So I know I made a vow to you to not miss an episode. And I fucking tried my hardest to get one out to you last week. Here's the thing. Between this three-day fast that I did, which I'll get into as well, and the fact that I woke up. So three days this week, I've had such bad lockjaw that I have not been able to really speak that well. And I'm just getting back into functioning my jaw at a, a, a at appropriately uh, functioning jaw would um, it was like it was brutal I could barely even put a fucking fork in my mouth put a fork in me um, that's how bad my jaw was so between being on queer street with this uh, fast and then um, the locked jaw kids been out of commission but you know last week was a holiday week so maybe you didn't even you know, listen to the podcast, maybe you weren't even driving, maybe you were on vacation, you didn't need the sound of my annoying voice guiding you through your work week, so hopefully there's that, um, but nevertheless, we are back, happy to fucking see you, happy to be here, I'm here, I'm queer, and how are you? So, got a couple of things for you. So that was the Hollywood Rides bullshit, that's actually a, a, a legit conversation that happened, it, w- it felt so good to just yell at those pricks. My heart was beating out of my chest. Like, my heartbeat was in my eyeballs. That's how much adrenaline I had. I wanted to fucking just... Dude, I, dude if, you, if you had just, like, sucked me out of that room and I had no recollection of where I was and you, like, put me, like, in a, in a dark space and they're like, okay, focus on your vitals. Based off of how you're feeling right now, what do you think... What activity do you think we pulled you out of? And I'm like, my heart rate's pounding. It's in my eyes. I'm sweating. I'm pulsing. Um, 
was I just skydiving? And then you, like, stopped it, because we're all in a fucking, um, simulation, and you pulled me out, and now we're having an out-of-body experience? No, 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 you were not skydiving, you were calling Hollywood Rides to complain about their cars being parked in the public parking area in your neighborhood. Whoa, <laughs> fucking fooled me, dude, are those plummeting to earth out of a plane at thousands of miles per hour with a fucking parachute on my back and a fucking wristwatch that gave the altitude, and I'm fucking stupid and forgot which altitude I should pull the parachute at, and I was a little stressed out. Man, fuck, I was just calling some Ukrainian prick complaining about the parking situation. Yeah, that's how bad I was just convulsing when uh, when calling these pricks. And then he called me, so I, I called him around like 3.30, and then he called me back and because my phone is kind of weird, because um, the number wasn't in my phone book, it just went straight to voicemail. That's, that's what my what my phone does. He left me a voicemail. And he goes, "Hey, this is uh, you know, so and so from Hollywood Rides. Um, so listen, I just talked to the guys that work here, and uh, yes, three cars of ours were there. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but only one of which is uh, one we are trying to sell. The other two are cars that the employees drive. They they park there, they work here all day, and then they take them at the end of the day and they go home. So we're going to move the car right now immediately, and then the other two will be there, or the other three, wait, what was it? Yes, three. the, the other two will be there uh, until they leave. And I heard the voicemail, and at fucking like 6 o'clock, I went back outside to check if the cars were gone, because if the cars were still there, the next day, I was going to call back and be like, and like, and pull like the mafia move where, isn't it funny like when you ever see mafia movies or like, like you hear like conversations and like documentaries, it's, I fucking love when mafia guys, they give you two options and both options are horrible. Either, either you're lying to me or you think I'm fucking stupid. What, what, what is it? What are, they, are you lying to me or do you think I'm a fucking idiot? It's like, <laughs> I mean, either you're gay or you fucked my wife. Which one is it? If you're gay, I got to kill you because we can't have gays in the mafia. If you fucked my wife, I also got to kill you because you fucked the made man's wife. Which one is it? They give you like two options that are both horrible. Well, I, I wanted to, if the cars were still there, I wanted to call back up and be like, hey, listen, either you fucking lied to me or your employees slept in the parking lot overnight because the cars are still there. So which one is it? Did you lie to me or did your employees sleep in your establishment overnight and, and, and pulled a fucking all-nighter like they're the FBI sitting outside in a van? Listening to fucking Jimmy Hoffa. I wanted to like pull one of those moves. But luckily to my surprise, they they moved the other cars and they were gone. So um lately they've been uh they've been good. But th- this is what happens. This is what happens. They they I, I complain. They they I complain, they move the cars, and then a few weeks to a month goes by and they forget about it, and then they park their cars again, and then it takes a bad day for me. It takes a bad day, and then I and then I call them up again and let my day out on them, and then like, oh shit, this guy's still breaking up. All right, we'll move, and then they're good for a couple of weeks to a month, and then so it's very cyclical. It's a it's a it's a it's an ongoing issue. There's there's ebbs and flows, highs and lows. So uh, at this point, the roller coaster we're on the high note, right? And then I'm sure, <laughs> sure enough, I'm sure those pieces of shit will start parking their fucking cars there again. All right, so. Let's get into the actually you know, first first let's dive into the uh food review of this week. So this week's food review is brought to you by Pizzana. So Pizzana is a place that came on the map. Actually, 
before I do that, let me real quick get the actor's name. Um, what was his name? Uh, there you go. The actor's name who actually funded it. Okay, Chris O'Donnell. All right, so Pizzana has a funny story, interesting story. So there was this restaurant, I forget what it was, that Chris O'Donnell went into. And the pizza was really good. And he's like, holy shit, what, what pizza is this? And Chris O'Donnell was in The Batman with George Clooney. I think also now him and like LL Cool J's on like NCIS, fucking, you know, Kentucky or, you know, fucking Miami or some bullshit. So he went to this, this restaurant and the pizza was amazing. And he goes to the uh, to the owner or whatever. to like, the hey, listen, I, I'm throwing a party at my house and I would love if your like company or the restaurant or the cooks can just like come to my house and maybe just like cook pizza for my guests. I have a whole like, you know, pizza oven in my backyard. Da, da, da. So Chris, Chris O'Donnell has these guys over. And I think like, you know, one of them is like, you know, one or two of them is like Mexican dudes, like, you know, your average like cook in California. And the other guy is this Italian dude, Daniele Uditi um, from Naples fucking fucking Napladon. And he just cooks up these gorgeous pizzas, these gorgeous things, meatball subs. And at the end of the party, Chris O'Donnell's like, dude, I think this was actually better than the fucking pizza I had at the restaurant you work at. And um, Daniele was like, well, grazie, fucking, I'm actually from Naples. I'm actually a pizzaiole. A pizzaiole is a person in Naples who makes, per- like, pizza as a profession and you're like okay well cool it's like no, no no this is like a highly regarded profession in naples you make like easy six figures you're you're like kind of like a fucking hot shot if you're in naples and you're a pizza ole, and there's a certain like you know i think like accreditation or like thing you have to like get in order to like be that um like you're making a good living you're a big swinging dick and for him to give that up and then go to america to basically be a fucking line cook is incredible to me. But anyway, Chris O'Donnell realizes that this guy's got some serious talent. The pizza is fucking delicious. And he goes, listen, dude, I, 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 I want to front you. I want to front you. I want to, let's open a restaurant. I'll put up the cash. You do all the food. We'll split it. Bada beep, bada boop. Let, let's fucking make it happen. And thus, Pizzana was born. They have a couple different locations. They're blowing up um, all this kind of shit. So we go to this place probably six months ago to try it out because I've, I've wanted to try it out for a while now and uh, it was very very good so Zoe's sister Ivy and her boyfriend Brandon were in town and me and Zoe were like hey let's do a little bit of a fucking double date let's go out get some nice food where should we go and you know we're like oh let's go to Pizzana because they have a good food variety um, and their food's very good it's a, it's a very small place it's also right down the street and we go gorgeous beautiful love it so we go to Pizzana alright so we sit down. First off, waited forever for the fucking table because they were bumping. I think I think it was like Christmas Eve Eve. Um, so we go there and uh, we start off with a Caesar salad, which is just just crunchy, cold, fresh romaine. They got the an- they got the uh, the uh, anchovies. They got the cape. They had capers for extra brininess. Fre- just a fucking cloud of parmesan grated over this thing perfectly it's a combination of like perfectly like viscous but also 
adds body from the Parmesan. And then the showstopper from the Caesar is... So, because this guy's a pizza all and, like, the main ingredient and factor of pizza is bread, he also is amazing at making bread. A side note, every bit of bread that is made in this restaurant is sourdough. What is Why is that important? Sourdough is probably the cleanest form of bread you can have because it is naturally fermented within itself by having a sourdough starter. A sourdough starter is a combination of flour and water that over time, through um, discarding and feeding, what does that mean? Okay, a one-to-one ratio, 100% hydration sourdough starter is equal parts flour to equal parts water. Different flours can be used, but let's just say it's regular flour. Basically, you feed the starter, let's say, a one-to-one ratio of flour and water. Each day, you discard the majority of the conglomerate you've made, and then you add more flour and water. And eventually what happens is it becomes natural yeast, an active living thing that basically is a natural leavening agent for your bread, right? This guy, Daniele Uditi, brought over a sourdough starter that has been in his family for generations. It's over a hundred years old. So he brings over a little bit of the sourdough starter, and then he feeds that while it's here, and he creates a bigger starter, so that way he uses that for all of his pastas, breads, pizzas, all this kind of shit. So it's naturally leavened bread. There's no fucking garbage or bullshit in it. It's just salt, water, flour, yeast. That's it. Sometimes you could add sugar or oil to help feed the starter, but if it's a strong starter, it don't need no fucking feed. It just naturally leavens on its own. It's very clean. Um, also, the gluten proteins, which is what ca- can cause inflammation, gut discomfort, all that kind of stuff, because of the way that it is preserved and kept, those gluten proteins break down, and they're not as like intrusive to your gut. It's just a cleaner gluten protein, because your body, I think, can't really naturally break down gluten anyway. So the showstopper of the Caesar salad were these homemade croutons that, oh God. We are so disillusioned, just, what's the word I'm looking for? It's such a, it's a, it's a shame at the, at the level or quality of food that we accustom to standard and then you have a new standard and you think it's this like amazing thing but really it's just a standard everywhere else and American food can just be really fucking garbage. We are so accustomed to those dry crack a fucking filling break your molar I think my tongue is bleeding croutons that to a certain extent are okay, okay, but really, you can't stab with a fork, you gotta, like, eat your salad, and then do, like, a a scoop with your fork, like, it's a shovel, and you can't just stab it, because it's so fucking hard, because if you stab it, it splits, your phone, your fucking phone, your fork nails the plate, you make a fucking weird uh, noise at the plate, and then the crouton shoots across the fucking room, those are the croutons that we grew up with, that we're accustomed to, heavily seasoned with, like, fake garlic and weird fucking shit, these croutons are still the traditional cube size, but they are bread that is either like day-old bread or just bread that is purposely made for crouton use, 
where the outside is lightly charred for the desired crunch to break up some of the fucking mouthfeel in a salad. But as soon as you surpass the exterior of the crouton and that crunch, you reach this beautifully pillowed, soft bread that is what a crouton should be. So you have all this like acidity and brininess that is a beautiful Caesar salad. And then to break that up, you have this like luscious, dense, buttery, fatty bread that is, again, it's what croutons are supposed to be. So we have this beautiful Caesar salad. Um, I think the girls and Brandon get like beer or wine or something. And then you know me, I get club soda. I get this new club soda called um, uh, Liugi or something. Wait, did I write it down? Um, I didn't. Oh, oh, P- uh, this Piugi. P-I-U-G-I or something like that. Great. Fucking perfect bubble. I, I, I like Pellegrino, but it really loses its carbonation fast. And part of the, that part, basically all of the draw for me, for car, for um, club soda is carbonation. I like the bubbles. I like having a nice mouthful of food and then sucking down some fucking club soda to really just kind of, I don't know, it just feels good. I, I you know, it's just like, I like chugging till I cry. That's me. I'm a fucking slut. So I had this uh, club soda. Okay, great. So they're drinking this. Let's see the sound. Da, da, da. The next thing we get are these artichokes that are, so I, I, I love artichokes. Part of the, the drawback for me though is you only get some hearts, the rest are leaves, so you're sucking the leaf to get like the minimal meat on it, and then really everyone's fucking fighting for the for the um for the hearts. But these guys, they lightly fry and then also grill some. It's only hearts. A couple of like charred leaves that you don't have to suck. They're just like basically fried leaves. They're just like you, you pop them in, they're just like crispy. And then a bunch of oil. Parmesan and these toasted pine nuts. Oh fuck! Between like there's just like the 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 chomp of the artichoke heart and the fat and the and the 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 Parmesan and the lemon juice and then these like toasted nutty pine nuts. It is just a gorgeous combination. So we got the artichokes, lovely. And then we ordered a p- couple of pizzas and a couple of pastas, right? Or actually. A couple of pizzas and a pasta, but we get an extra one on the house, which is a nice little fucking happy accident. So we ordered the margarita pizza, which is usually my test of a place to see how they do. Because if you fuck that up, we got nothing else to talk about. I'm done. I'm asking for the check and I'm fucking leaving. The margarita pizza, beautiful, perfect. The so there's a there's a couple staples and rules actually to. Neapolitan pizza. First off, traditional Neapolitan pizza is cooked to like 1,200 degrees, super hot. The cook time's like 60 seconds. Comes out actually slightly undercooked to like to an American to where you kind of need a fork and knife. Neo-Neapolitan, which is what pizza is, is cooked at a slightly lower temperature for a slightly longer time. So it's cooked at around 750 to 800 roughly. And it's cooked for about 90 seconds. So it comes out, and there's like a hold. You can fold it. You can eat it with your mouth. It's cooked to an American, right? The The other rules are it's made with San Marzano tomatoes. Why is that important? They're naturally sweeter than other tomatoes. 
so you don't add sugar or any other bullshit to the sauce. It's just the fucking tomatoes. They're the, the they're the king tomatoes. San Marzano tomatoes. It's the king tomato. It's fucking delicious. The other rule is, you only use buffalo mozzarella. Why is that important? Because regular mozzarella, so mozzarella that is not from a buffalo cow, it will burn at those temperatures. Buffalo mozzarella. Because of like the bacteria and enzymes and all that kind of shit and whatever the fuck is going on, it will not burn at those high temperatures. So it could be a thousand degrees, twelve hundred degrees. It'll still come out melted, but never charred or burned, so it won't fuck with the consistency of the pizza or the flavor of the pizza. Those are kind of the three staples of of uh, Neapolitan pizza. So it comes out the the buffalo mutts is just perfectly melted, not burned. The tomato sauce is fucking delicious. The crust is just gorgeous and then it comes just like clumps of basil I, I fucking love basil it is just a beautiful thing so that comes out great the other pie we go with is 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 a, is one that i i'm not a fan of so i forget the name of it but it's basically a pie with all of these like meats and cheeses on it now you know me i fucking love meat and cheese i i love all this shit here's the problem you're adding so much fat to the pizza that it's just going to cause a disaster when it comes to the chewability and the integrity of the pie. When you add all that fat to this dough or to the, to the pie and it cooks, it's just it's a saturation of oil and it'll it'll ruin the integrity of the pizza. So what, what was once crunchy is not going to be kind of like doughy if it sits. And then it's just too much oil. It's just really it's just that simple. It's just too much oil. Pizza, in my opinion, should be very simple. Just fucking a couple of ingredients and no more than a few high fat ingredients because it's gonna it's just gonna be too fucking much. So get one of those. The flavor is amazing. I mean, it, it tastes great, but it just it's like I said, it's just too much. Also, the salinity is way too high. You have all these high salinity items. You have Parmesan, very high salinity. You have a couple different types of cured meats, high salinity. You know, and then you add like another thing. I think there was um. I think it was like capers or something again, which I love all of these things, but together it's just too much of the same fucking flavor. There should be something else going on, like something like savory, like break it up as opposed to using like, you know, a Parmesan and mozzarella, maybe um, do burrata because that's a way higher fat content or do like a squash blossom or maybe add like a balsamic glaze to give some kind of like savory. I don't know. Anyway, we had that. It was was good, but okay. And then we ordered the the bolognese, which I'm not a huge fan of bolognese. To me, bolognese, it's the so basically bolognese is basically ground beef in tomato sauce. That's your your to simplify it to a kindergartner. That's that's what bolognese is. To me personally, the beef to me always is drastically underseasoned. It's it's just I understand its appeal. It's like a nice fatty beef with like tomato sauce, and I understand the appeal. It never really does it for me. It's either too, it's either under seasoned and like kind of watery, or it's too salty because they've salted the sauce and they salted the meat too much, and it just it's just too much. So we got that because they wanted it. It also comes on an, on, a, on a noodle that I really dislike. I forgot the way the name of the noodle was. Did I write it down? No. Um, the noodle is basically, think of like a fettuccine noodle, but it's like triple the width 
and it's just kind of just like ah, it's just like eh, it's just like whatever. So that was okay, but they dropped off a fucking vodka. Uh, these weird pastas. I, I should write the name down too. A really cool pasta with a vodka sauce and some like big clumps of parmesan. That was fucking delicious. The vodka sauce was gorgeous. So. The big crucial thing with vodka sauce is the balance of acidity and fat. The acidity comes from tomato paste. It's important when you add the tomato paste to let it cook off just enough to remove some of the bitterness that is the tomato paste, but then leaves obviously the acidity behind to balance the dish. So you have the acidity from the tomato paste and then the, obviously the fat from the cream and it was just, it was a perfect combination. And then you throw some red pepper flake on that motherfucker. All the pasta was perfectly al dente, which if you ain't having your pasta al dente, get the fuck out of here. It was great. So we had all of those. And then, of course, to finish it off, a double espresso, because you know me. And then I didn't want dessert because I'm trying to wash my hips. And uh, Christmas was coming up. So they ordered like a chocolate cake and a couple of cannolis. I was in the bathroom. I come back to my espresso, I'm sitting that motherfucker, and then I'm, I'm forced to look at these two gorgeous cannolis that are just staring at me. They try one, they're like, oh my god, these cannolis are, I, I just don't like cannolis. And I'm looking at these things, and I'm like, listen, I'm no cannoli connoisseur, although I do like phallic-shaped <laughs> things in my mouth, but those cannolis look pretty spectacular. And they're like, well, try one. So I take a bite. Already, visually, this thing is fucking killing me, because... The custard cream looks perfect. The shell looks crispy but not flaky. And they do this thing which is like super traditional where they shave up pistachios and then they dunk the uh, the ends of the cannoli where the filling is protruding out into the pistachio dust clumps, clusters. Do you have that too? And I'm like, okay. I try it. It was fucking amazing. One of the best cannolis I've ever had. I think there's like an amaretto or something, like something like almondy in the uh, in the custard that was just beautiful. The the fucking shell was just spectacular, and then the the crunch, the added crunch texture as well as the pistachio flavor on the cannoli, fucking ten out of ten, gorgeous. So pizza, top to bottom, was probably. Uh, am I am I gonna say a minus? Let's let's go B plus. B plus because the bolognese was very underwhelming, and the uh, the one pizza we had with the meat, I think they overdid it. They put too much meat on. I think it would have been a lot better if they just were a little more conservative with the meat, to where you had all those flavors and amazing things, but it wasn't so oily. The fucking thing was so oily, you'd like watch your shirt when you were eating it. A little too much. Let's go B plus. Pizzana. If you're in California, there's a ton of locations. Check it out. Great fucking food review. Okay. Uh, for those of you who like those things, that was a long one. There you go. For those of you who don't like it, ah, well, fuck. You, you win some, you lose some, right? <clears throat> All right. So, last thing, um, and then I got a couple of uh, fun things for next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, it was Friday. So... Actually, yeah. So that was Thursday, I think, with them. Oh, no, no, no. This is Friday. So din dinner. So dinner was Friday. Hollywood rides call was on Friday. This preceded all of that on Friday. So I go to um, a couple stores around Studio City 
because I have a couple last-minute gifts for uh, Zoe, old fucking pumpkin tits herself, and her sister, Ivy. So for Zoe and Ivy, literally the two stores were right next to each other on Ventura Boulevard, maybe a mile and a half away from my apartment. Now, silly me, silly me, the combination of people being off from work because it's the Friday before Christmas, and the people using that day to go last-minute shopping, I got absolutely fucking plowed. From the moment I left my house, there was just an absurd amount of traffic on Ventura. As soon as I got to the general area that I needed to park at, there was zero fucking parking. There's a gigantic parking lot right behind Uncle Polly's, where I, where I park and I can pop into... Luke, it's right across from uh, Mexicali. It's where, where, it's where I was going, by that Starbucks. Right behind the Starbucks by Uncle Polly's is a huge parking lot. Usually a ton of fucking parking. There was nothing. Behind Mexicali, there's usually a ton of parking. Nothing. I look for 15 fucking minutes. I find Ungats. I had to drive like five minutes into the neighborhood to then park in front of someone's house and then fucking schlep my ass all the way down Ventura. It was like a 10-minute walk from my car. I pop into this jewelry store. I get Zoe a, a gift. I pop next door to like Brixton or Brighton or whatever the fuck it is to get Zo- um, Ivy something. And then, oh, but but before all this is happening, while I'm trying to look for parking, my phone is malfunctioning. My phone over the last year or so has been doing this thing where the screen just isn't working. Just there's, It's not recognizing anything. I'll tap it, nothing. So what I've had to do is I'll do the up volume, the down volume, and then I'll hold just the side button until it restarts. And then once the Apple icon comes on, generally that fixes the issue. And then now, whatever the fuck that does, my phone screen works. So, and at, at most, I have to do it like three times. Sometimes I'll do it, screen won't work, I'll do it again. Still won't work. I'll do it a third time, and then it works. Like it's sometimes it's weird like that. I'm doing it five or six fucking times, and I've got nothing, absolutely nothing. My phone isn't fucking working. My only saving grace right now, and this will come in later, is I have my work phone with me because technically I'm on the clock. So finally, I finish both stores, and I'm like I. I don't have a phone. This has been an hour now uh, between trying to restart it. I've restarted it like seven fucking times. I guess I have to go to the Verizon store. Yippee! Fun me. This is so much fun. Also, I'm still on my dad's fucking phone bill. Okay? Sometimes I Venmo him. Sometimes he's like, hey, just just don't worry about your phone. It's not a big deal. I, I, I barely get your fucking... <laughs> Christmas presents or birthday presents. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I so just I'll, I'll pay for your phone. It's not a big deal. I'm like, you sure, Daddy? He's like, yeah, just it's fine. I'm like, okay. So, but but in order to do anything on my fucking Verizon thing, I gotta call him up. And let's just put it this way: with my experience with my father, he isn't the easiest guy to work with. Sometimes, sometimes he's just like, dude, I don't have time for this fucking shit. Like, yeah, whatever. But again. Last six years, seven years, really haven't talked to him. So maybe he's changed. All I know is I'm not looking forward to calling my father during a work day and being like, Hey, Dad, my phone isn't working. 
and I have to go to Verizon to possibly get a new one. Um, can you help me out? That's the last fucking thing I need right now. So I'm on the way to the Verizon store. Again, it's an app, and it's a fucking mile away. It's an absolute shit show to get to because everyone and their fucking mothers out and about. I finally find parking. And, and and keep in mind, I am schlepping along these gifts that I got for Zoe and Ivy. I'm not leaving them in the car because we live in a world, specifically the city, but the, a world of animals. Complete and utter animals that have disregarded laws, customs and courtesies, societal norms. They've completely shattered all of those left them behind and they're officially playing fucking Rambo. They're all just doing their own goddamn thing and I don't have the patience to risk leaving gifts in my vehicle and then have some fucking motherless fuck break into my car and steal like $200 worth of gifts. So I'm going to schlep them around like I'm fucking pretty woman on a shopping spree in Rodeo. So I'm carrying my, and, I, and I'm in fucking sweatpants too, by the way, because I thought it'd be a quick in and out. So I'm in sweatpants, very limited pocket space, very, very inferior pocket situation. I got my wallet, keys, two phones, personal and work, and then I got these fucking, these gifts. Keep that in mind. I'm carrying all this shit like a fucking single mother throughout all of this. I pop into Verizon. I'm greeted by a jerk-off with an iPad with a name like fucking Gary, and it says Specialist under his name. Hey, what's going on? What brings you in today? Well, Gary, I'm fucked. Oh, dude. Mm. Man. <laughs> All right. What's going on, man? Why are you not doing so well? Well, uh, my phone won't fucking work. Oh, God. All right. Second F. Oh, God. F-bombs. <laughs> we got kids here, man. Um, all right. Let me take a look. What seems to be the problem? The screen's not working. Ooh, jeez. All right. Um, and I'm like, I've already done the up, down, the, the, the volume up, the volume down, and hold the side button. Oh, you had that was going to be my suggestion. Oh, really, Gary? So your first suggestion was a thing that I've been doing forever. Your name badge says specialist. Mine says jerk off. How come we're so different? You're doing the same fucking thing that I've been doing? Yeah, well, all right, well, hmm, jeez, all right. Um, well, let me let me Google it. I'm like, let me Google it. This is what specialists means? We're doing the same moves, and then once that fails, you're going to Google shit? Just remove specialists from the name badge, Gary, and just put dipshit or average Joe or limp dick fucker. Specialist, we're doing the same shit. Aren't don't you have additional training in this area considering your paychecks as fucking Verizon? Uh. And he goes, oh, Do me a favor, can you remove the case? I'm like, Just remove it. Ah, I can't do that. I'm like, Oh, God. I remove the case. You know, we could try taking the screen protector off. I'm like, Okay, take it off. Ah, I'm gonna have to need you to do that. I'm like, we're not fucking my girlfriend here, Gary. We're just taking a screen. Ah, uh, sorry, company policy. I cannot remove it. Yes, so I take it off. Huh? Okay. Well, here's what we got to do, man. Um, pop over to an Apple store. Like that's just a fucking simple task on a Friday before Christmas. Pop open to an Apple store. See what they say. 
and then come back to me. That should only take you about 45 minutes to an hour. Thank, thanks for the help, Gary. You're you're such a a, a a special specialist. Oh, thanks, man. And and watch the f bombs next time. Fuck off, Gary. Oh, I got another one. That's three. So I go into my car, and again, thank God I have my other phone, or else, like a child, I would have nowhere. I I wouldn't know where to go. So I have my other work phone. I Google Apple stores near me. It's about a mile and a half away at the Westfield Mall. I pop over there. Massive, massive, massive establishment with massive just football fields and upon football fields upon football fields of parking. Not a single fucking space except for like on the outer perimeter of the parking lot towards the last section before I reach a different fucking county is a parking spot that I find. I get out of my car and it starts to drizzle. <laughs> Wallet, keys, two phones, gifts, rain! Walking towards the mall. Drizzling. I get into the mall. It's a fucking zoo. I enter through a Macy's, because why the fuck not? It is crowded with Armenians, Asians, and all people putting off their Christmas gifts to the last second. Kind of like you, Vinny. Shut the fuck up. So they're crowded in Macy's in all the different departments. Getting through the cologne section, I felt like I was on, a, on the fucking Tour de France. Okay? G- getting through the cologne section in Macy's was like a fucking sp- like a Tough Mudder or a Spartan race. It was absolutely insane. I'd like jump over fucking logs, army crawl through mud, throw a spear, fuck a tranny. It was insane. I finally get into the mall. I have to pee. So goddamn badly, I pop into a fucking bathroom. I have the gifts under my arm because those things aren't touching this fucking mall, this uh, mall bathroom floor. And they get into my car. Two phones, wallet, keys, two gifts, cock, pissing. <sighs> Shake my cock. I pee on my sweatpants. I have pee all over my sweatpants because I'm fucking caring. Two phones, wallet, keys, gifts, cock. Walk into the mall. Piss on my sweatpants, two phone wall, keys, cock gifts. Okay. I see some little pumpkin tits. Not Zoe. Some other little rug rat in a fucking security guard outfit. Belt up to her fucking nipples. Hey, sweetheart. What? Where's the Apple store? It's like up this escalator, like down there to the right. Um, like, thanks. I get on the escalator. I go up there. I see the Apple store. I pop in. It's a fucking circus. I finally find one guy jerking off on an iPad. He was working. I go, hey, listen, pal, when you fucking top yourself off, might help me out. What's up, dude? I'm like, hey, listen, my phone fucking screen won't work. All right, um, have you tried doing the yeah up, down, fucking side hold? Yeah. Did that nine times. Hasn't worked. Oh, man, that was my suggestion. What the fuck are we doing here? How come the employees know only what we know and exactly what we know and know more than what we know? They're getting paid. They're on the clock, and they know what we know? Why even fucking come here? I'm like, let me, he's like, let me Google it. I'm like, you and the fucking Google. You and Gary. Oh, you know Gary from Verizon? Yeah, he's a great fucking guy. Ooh, God, with the fucking F-bombs. I talked to him, and he goes, all right, um, you got two options, man. We can replace the screen. Not sure if that'll work, though. That's a great start. Um, that's going to cost about 300, 300 to $400. Or 
you could just buy a new phone. I'm like, those are great options, dude. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, man, no problem. So either spend 300 to $400 on a new screen for a five-year-old phone or buy a new phone for $1,000. Um, yep. Great. I'm going back to Gary at fucking Verizon. You and your iPad can go fuck yourself. All right, cool, man. Appreciate it. I leave Apple Store. I walk through the mall. mall. I go back through Macy's because that's where I have to fucking leave. I army crawl. I jump over. I crawl through mud. I throw spears. I kick a midget. I'm at my car. I go back to Verizon, mile and a half away. I finally find parking again. Okay? Now I'm walking back to the Verizon store. Wallet, keys, two phones, gifts, cock, piss stain. Fuck! I go back into the Verizon store. Gary greets me. What's up, man? Fuck you. Oh, God, starting off with the F-bomb again. That's right. I need a new phone. Okay, so I need you to get permission from the account owner. That's my dad. He's dating a chick, actually married to. She's younger than me. She's black. She has a kid. The kid's dad's in prison. He does karate. I can't call my dad right now. It's 3 o'clock on a work day. He'll yell at me. Oh, man, you got to call your dad. Fuck. Hey, dad. What? Um, I'm at Verizon store. Why? Because I need a new phone. Fuck. Gary's like, ooh, is your dad cursing too? Gary, fuck off. Ooh, God. The F-bomb. <sighs> My dad's actually really cool. He tastes like a good sport. He's like, oh, cool, man. All right, no worries, man. So what do I have to do? I'm like, dude, you have to download the fucking app. Dude, put him on the phone. I'm like, I can't. Put him on the phone. Gary, my dad wants to talk to <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary, my dad wants to talk to you. Oh, God. He seems like a scary dude. Yeah, he used to beat me and shit. He's a fucking scary guy. Um... <laughs> Yeah, he's a scary dude. Fuck, I don't want to talk to him. Gary, you need to help me out, dude. Fucking just let me buy a phone. Oh, I can't. The account manager, the owner has to fucking... He has to add you as an account manager as well. I'm like, Gary, just let me fucking do this. I can't, dude. Will you talk to him? I don't want to. Dad, you have to download the app. Fuck! My dad downloads the app. He logs in. He adds me as an account manager. Gary says, all right, it's it's through. It's passed. And I'm like, thanks, Dad. Yeah, okay. Love you, man. Ugh. Gary, my dad just said that he loves me. He said that to me like six times. I think maybe he is changing or maybe his testosterone is just so fucking low. He just is a nice guy now. Gary's like, I don't fucking know, dude. I'm just a specialist in Verizon. Actually, Gary, you're not a fucking specialist. We know the same exact shit. Dad, got to go. All right, bye, dude. Bye. Cool. I'm working with Gary. He gives me 13 fucking options, each one more confusing than the next on how to save money and buying a new phone. I'm like, Gary, give me the simplest fucking operation here I can get to get a phone, get fucked, and get out. He's like, all right, just get this one. I get this one. I'm like, how much is it, Gary? $850. <laughs> Fuck. He's like, oh, God. I'm like, dude, Gary, you got to get over it. He's like, yeah, man, all right. You're, you're, all right, cool. Yeah, F-bombs are cool. I don't care. So I buy the phone. I put $300 down. He's like, but, dude, we have all these accessories we have half off. I'm like, Gary, take those fucking beats and shove it up your ass. I can't afford to get anything else. All right. I get a fucking phone. I get a char- I get a... um. A, a case, and I get a screen protector. All said and done, $530. Gary's like, do you want anything else? I'm like, Gary, I'm going to go home and fucking hang myself, okay? But your your camera's really new and improved. You should film yourself while you're hanging yourself, and then your fiancé, your widowed fiancé, should post it on TikTok. Gary, it's a great fucking idea. Now I walk to my car, three phones, wallet, keys, gifts, cock, Pistane. I drive back to my house and I see the fucking cars from Hollywood Rides. And I fucking see black. I see red. I go inside. I call those fuckers and I yell at them. And that was my Friday before Christmas, guys. Ta-da!
Thank you. Hold your applause until the end. Well, it's now. Guys, thanks so much for listening. That was my spectacular Friday before Christmas. And 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 on Christmas Day, I, I was greeted with another surprise that we'll get into next week. <laughs> Just, but wait, there's more. But thanks again for listening. I love you all. You know that I appreciate you, everything you do, by listening to the podcast. And without further ado, I will see you again next week. Bye.